Hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of the You Got It Girl podcast. We have here today Luce Gabriel. She is a CEO, founder, and lifestyle influencer. Hi, Nancy. Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be here with you. Um, it's a very special occasion. I'm so excited and I'm proud of you. Oh, thank here. you. Yeah. I'm so happy to have you here. Tell us more about your newest venture. My latest project is being a founding a brand, a lifestyle brand that is inclusive and it was created. It's called Holissima and it was created to support uh, wellness and personal growth journey of women. It's, uh, it's been really fun to make it happen. It took a few months, uh, but it's now, you know, I launched it last year. That's awesome. So, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I love the name too, Holissima. Tell us a little bit about the name and what it means. So Holissima comes from a mashup of two words, whole, which means, you know, wholesome, and isima, which is like, um, is, uh, is from Spanish. We used, it means berry. It's like a, I wanted to create a international name, so it's Holissima. Tell us a little bit more about the brand and what you're doing with it. Well, I wanted to create a space where it's not only about um, we do have products. I have a CBD product that we just launched. It's the first. It's going to be supported with also uh, content and other services that uh, will help women with mindset groups and a community. I feel like it's what is missing, not only the physical products that we need, mm-hmm. but also the mindset behind it, which is what it takes the most. Yes, well, it's interesting because you can go only so far as what you can imagine when you when i first started i um you kind of go into the unknown because you don't know exactly how things are going to turn out but you do have a vision of what you want right so once you start doing something about that even small vision that you have Mm -hmm. that's when things start unfolding yeah so that's when you start looking into what um the mindset that you have i think it's very powerful to know that it is to manifestate something is um, as simple as start doing. Yeah, I, I, um, I strongly believe that we have what we imagine, mm-hmm. what we think of us, what we think of ourselves. Yeah. So, so it becomes a habit. Who you are becomes like your reality, right? Because of what you think, how you think it, and what you do. Mm-hmm. So it's not until you... I feel like uh, one of my superpowers is just be curious and always willing to explore myself. Uh, so that's how you, I find out, okay, well, um, this is what I'm living right now. And slowly you start kind of imagining and being curious and wondering around why I do this. Sometimes it's not like a big change. You just wonder and do little things and then you start finding out more things. You know, this is, I think it all starts with wondering mm-hmm. and just maybe you don't believe it at first that it can be possible, but just to start wondering, to be yeah. curious about things. Like wondering um, about what? Like, what do you mean? How? For instance, um, I got inspired by other women about fashion mm-hmm. and then I wonder, well, maybe I can do that myself. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, it wasn't polished. And yeah. It's been a... It's been a whole um, process to find my personal style, but it all began 
oh, it started with me wondering what would we really like. Yeah. And I started doing research. Yeah. And then um, that is with my personal style. Let's let's uh, same with business. Let's mm-hmm. say I just wonder, oh, what would it be like to have um, to become a founder? Yeah. Right. So I start doing research, and like I said at the beginning, since it's a very first. This is my very first thing, time doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't sure it was possible, uh, but I didn't mind. Yeah. I was just curious. And then curiosity leads you to be passionate, kind of. Uh-huh. That's when you start getting passionate about something and you become, you begin doing, mm-hmm. right? And once you start doing, you start unfolding all these steps. Yeah, and then that's when you see that it's possible. Yeah, that it's there's not always everybody has a different background, different knowledge, different expertise. So the unfolding, unfolding your path mm-hmm. is not the same for everybody. We all have different starting points, mm-hmm. but uh, it always starts, I think, with wonder and curiosity. I love it. I love it, and I totally agree. I think. It just comes with an idea, right? Being curious, like, what if, what if, could I do this? Like, and so once you get that idea in your head, just like anything else, like it doesn't just magically happen. Like you don't just wake up and, you know, you're, you own a business. I mean, you can, I guess, but there are steps that you need to take. Like, what is your business? You need to figure out what is the name of your business? What are you going to be doing? Are you providing services? you know or content or a physical product and you just take the steps well when i learned that time is a limited resource that's when i start paying attention Mm -hmm. i think part of becoming i start paying more attention about what i do and Mm -hmm. how i do it yeah right so i started to reflect on the day so mm-hmm. i guess it's good to have a journal mm-hmm. i don't have a journal I just, mm-hmm. maybe that's but i do a lot of reflection mm-hmm. all the time it's like one of my superpowers uh-huh. be introspective about things so i start looking at the at the leaks right mm-hmm. where okay maybe i should not be doing this today mm-hmm. because i have t- a couple priorities yeah. so you just start looking into your day you see how much time you spend doing yeah. something on the phone or something on a call with somebody mm-hmm. or how much you chat with somebody on the street <laughs> it doesn't i mean it all depends on your values and yeah. your priorities so once you have that clear your days you can you can manage better your days yeah like what matters to you and if it's fueling your goals whatever you're doing yeah so i think that's very important to keep your priorities straight your values and a goal set yeah so whenever you're planning your day you can you can see well, yeah. why i'm not accomplishing something or why i'm not manifesting something yeah i think it's just not just in it's part of the process yeah. to know how much time you're investing yeah in each of your priorities yeah any everyone can improve so i think just being cognizant of how you're spending your time and deciding if you know whether or not that time is being spent meaningfully and and if it's aligned with your priorities 
And I want to mention that maybe you shouldn't be so hard on yourself because it becomes a habit, but also our environment matters a lot. Mm-hmm. So you have to think that there's like these multi-million, multi-billion dollar companies are, mm-hmm. are doing everything in the power to get our attention, mm-hmm. right? And the, sometimes they succeed. So oh, for it's, sure. <laughs> it's an environmental, I think it's like a cultural thing as well. Mm-hmm. So this is where mindset and emotional health and mental health matter so much because mm-hmm. once you know yourself once you're connected with what you're doing and how you're doing it mm-hmm. that's when you pay more attention of what is happening around you yeah art it's ingrained in us like from a very early age we are influenced by everything around us you know television shows portraying what a success what it means to be successful you know just if you think back on the tv shows they're all portraying you know middle class families with to a mom and a dad, you know, probably making a hundred grand, driving a luxury car with their kids in this giant house. And it makes you feel, hey, like this is what I need to have in order to be successful. And you think, oh, if I don't have these things, like I'm not successful, but that is not the case. What it means to be successful is different for every person. So it's important to take a step back and you know better understand what it is that you want in your life and to go for that because you know you only have one life you got to live for you and if you're living someone else's dream or someone else's you know your parents dream for you <laughs> instead of what it is that you want to maybe start reflecting on what it is that you want in anything we do I think the biggest mindset block I had before like Mm -hmm. a long time ago is that you think or I thought I could not control it Mm -hmm. that you think control what what do you mean you couldn't uh, control you cannot control who you are Mm -hmm. how you do it Mm -hmm. how we are modeled yeah right to live this kind of like cookie cutter life yeah but once I realized that I could control how I lived. I think that's that that came early on in my to be honest, like a long time ago I learned this, like when I was a kid. Oh. I knew I can that I, I had choices. It's really important is to know that we all have choices. Yeah. I learned this many years when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I always had a choice. Mm-hmm. Even though I was told I shouldn't be certain way or that I should do certain things yeah. or that if I grew up in certain places, I should do or I should be certain way, right? Yeah. And I always find out that I had a choice. Yeah. So you can not control what people say, what people do, how television or anybody is trying to tell you what to do or how to model your life mm-hmm. or how they want to portray success is yeah. know that you have a choice you yeah. have a choice to decide what is good for you you yeah. have a choice to decide how you're going to be that day what you're going to do with your day yeah we we have a choice yeah i love it i yeah. love it and you know i we talked a lot about you know external influences and more around social media and things like that but i think even family pressure you know like from your parents or like oh being compared to like you know 
your genius cousin or or whatever it may be you are raised with this idea of what it means for you to be successful and i think for me and i think for a lot of people especially you know children of immigrants or people of color we have our parents <laughs> set these really high expectations on us being an asian a vietnamese american woman to be like successful like oh you you got to be a pharmacist or a doctor or whatever so i went on this path of trying to become a dentist i thought you know as like a 12 year old i'm like i'm gonna be a dentist <laughs> i love teeth when and then i started pursuing it and i just found i was not happy and i just and i was i hated it and i struggled but i pushed hard because i was like this is what i needed to do and ultimately you know in college i like had a breakdown i was taking four like upper level biochem cell biology like really hard science classes and i like broke down i was like what the fuck am i doing like this is like really hard and it's like is this even what i want to do but i think it's also important to reflect like is this something that i want to do is this something that i wanted for me is this my path or is it something that i was raised hearing about you know all these successful you know vietnamese kids who became doctors or pharmacists and you know they're super rich and their their parents are so proud because they send them all this money and you know you're just ingrained with this idea of like wow like that's what i need to do to be successful so when you don't accomplish that you feel like it's the end of the world um but lucky for me it wasn't <laughs> my parents were super supportive um which is really great um although you know <laughs> it was tough but ultimately um they're supportive so i followed on my path and I took a lot of um, communications classes. I did like video editing and I just explored more of the creative side for the rest of my college career. And I majored in communications. And I think what I really loved about it was it really helped me understand different perspectives and understand that everyone is different, even though we're speaking the same language, how we interpret what is being said is different based on our background and experience loose like you as you know a mexican american woman you know your experience and understanding of things may be different than my understanding having grown up in a vietnamese back you know with a vietnamese family so um yeah so i was just very excited to be able to use my background and experience and experience in hr to be able to kind of share the interview and meet and share the experience of inspiring, creative, passionate, and empowering women with other women. And I think a lot of people stop themselves from even doing trying. doing it and even trying. trying. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to just, you know, give it a whirl, try it out. I think even like with food, I, I know a lot of picky eaters, but for me, like some of the best tasting food that I've ever had was like, things I've never, you know, tried before. And a lot of the things that I've done throughout my life, you know, like learning to skateboard, like never, I'm like a girly girl, like never in my life was I like, oh, I'm gonna skateboard. Like I'm a skateboarder, look at me skateboard. No, like I was like not coordinated. I don't do any sports. And I was like, 
eh, I guess I'll give it a try. And it's um, actually pretty funny. After qu quitting my corporate job, I went out and I assembled a bicycle because I was going to use my car less. So I didn't want to just walk every day. I wanted to, you know, have the option of getting to work a little faster. So I um, decided to be an empowered woman and build my own bike. So then I built a bike all while, you know, resisting learning to skateboard. My husband skateboards. So <laughs> the funny thing is before, before I started skateboarding, when he would skateboard, I would literally just like speed walk behind him or like chase him. And that kind of sucks. So that's why I uh, start, tried to build a bike. So I actually succeeded in building a bike. But then what ended up happening was I had the bike for maybe two weeks and I rode it. And then my bike lock broke. So I couldn't unlock my bike <laughs> and I had to get home. And it was either skateboard or run behind <laughs> my husband, Sean, as he's skateboarding, chasing him. And I was like... Ah, dang it. I guess I got to freaking try it now. So I gave it another try and, you know, it wasn't easy. But eventually, if you just keep trying and like with anything, like you'll get better. And that's a mindset thing, too. Like before, I used to hate doing stuff that I wasn't good at. But it's, you know, nobody, unless you're like a savant or something, nobody's going to be good at something that they try for the very first time. You know, I think there's like, what is it, like the 10,000 hour rule or whatever. Like in order to become an expert at something, you have to have done it for, done it or practiced it for 10,000 hours. And I think that comes out to about like 10 years or something. Don't quote me on that. But um, so, you know, like, you look at these people, you know, you look at these celebrities or these basketball players or whatever, and you're like, oh, wow, like, it's so easy. But like, no, it probably, okay, maybe for some it was easy, but like, it also took a lot of practice for them to get there. So having the mindset of, you know, I might not be amazing at it right now, but if this is something I want to do, I'm just going to keep doing it until I get better. And eventually you'll get better. <laughs> Yes, I feel there's a cult for talent. I think um, a lot of people will stop ourselves thinking, I'm not talented at this. Yeah. I don't have a natural talent for this or that. Yeah, right? or, oh, I'm, or I'm not creative enough, or Ex I'm not exactly. whatever it that may you're be. You're not enough creative or enough talented, enough intelligent, but you, you nail it. It's all practice, right? Um, eventually, when you start, obviously, you can have more natural talent or natural like an aptitude for it. aptitude for certain things but everything can be learned if you put your it might take you longer all right so let's get to the girl talk <laughs> so Luce, you are extremely stylish love your style your outfit is Fabulous. Luce is wearing a two-piece matching tweed set. It's a mini dress with a cropped jacket on top and super stunning. And she has the cutest earrings. They are little cherries, like literally cherries. And her bag is a custom-made ostrich feather bag. Like this girl's got style for days she is lucky in style <laughs> i have a, i just like colors so i just have one or two outfits that i don't have to think about that i love just go with those multicolor outfits 
you have to try a lot of things in order to find your your style and i found a style that is for me fun and expressing myself mm -hmm. and um i found that classical with a little spin of color yeah so yeah i Love it, love it. I'm like that too. I love, you know, monochromes with a statement color. Like, love it. But you're definitely more colorful than me. <laughs> yes, I think it goes with the with the mood. And yeah. I use my personal style as an expression yeah. of myself, of yeah. my soul. Totally, yes. totally. Like, I'm like that too. Like, I'm like, oh, if I'm having a down day, you know, I'm like not feeling so good, kind of tired or groggy like I'll be wearing my dark colors you know I'm in black but you know if it's like a beautiful day out I'm like you know what I'm gonna lighten up the mood a little I'll go with some lighter colors so yeah definitely style is your personal unique expression of you whatever you feel like you want to make it is what it can be okay beauty must-haves you mentioned skincare beauty must-haves so what is your favorite product that you cannot live without I would say a moisturizer, like a very mm -hmm. good moisturizer. And I don't use the same one. Yeah. I use, I, I change throughout the time. Um, I use Beachy, which is a French brand for a Ooh. very long time. Yeah. And now I'm using Charlotte. Tillsbury? Tillsbury, yes. Nice. And um, but my beauty, my beauty mask up is yeah. my uh, Chanel lip gloss. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It looks so good. Yeah, if I have to just stay with two items, it will be my moisturizer and my and my lip gloss. Yeah, that's what. Sometimes I don't wear anything else but that. Well, I saw it earlier. <laughs> I was like, "Girl, your lips. Yes. What gloss is that?" <laughs> I see you. I see a screenshot. <laughs> Yes, well, we'll share her lip gloss in uh, the show notes, guys. Um, okay, favorite foodie cravings. Do you, is there any like foodie um, things that you're really into right now? Well, I'm Mexican. My chilaquiles are my two fault craving. Ooh. I crave that almost every day. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had one of and those. I'm very picky, so I make them myself. So what's the key to making a good one? It's all the ingredients. Okay. In this case, um, I have my mom, since we are in San Diego, I get my mom to bring it the ingredients from Mexico. Ooh, <laughs> straight from the so, source. Exactly. So I will say that the tomatoes have to be very good. So and what kind of what kind of tomato? Is it like a Roma, Roma tomato? Oh, Roma yes. tomato, yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, I can share my recipe, but at the end, I really like to have the right, the right ing ingredients. Even the chips, Yeah. she brings them. Ooh. So yeah, I see. So that's why I don't, I don't know if people like that, but yeah. it's very spicy. Yeah, I'm sure people can adjust the recipe uh, <laughs> yes. for, for spiciness level. Yeah. Okay, current TV series obsession. Are you binging anything right now? Um, not right now. I go through seasons where I watch Lord of the Rings. I like to watch romantic comedies a lot. Oh, rom-coms, love it. Yes, it's just fun, light, and... I do more than TV series. I, w I listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> so I'm glad now to be on this other end. Yay! On this side. Yes. <laughs> well, Nancy, thanks again. I'm honored to be here. Thanks for asking. Well, you can find me at holissima.com. You can also find me at Luz Jebel. It's at L-U-Z-J-I-B-I-E-L. -I -I okay. Why you put it in there? Okay, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> um, 
I want everybody to know that Holissima is a community that supports you. You will find, you can find content and most importantly, a, a community where you can talk about what you need, where you are in your wellness journey mm-hmm. and your personal journey. And we have a product for you, which is a CBD oil. Uh, and you can purchase it in my site and I have more information on how that can help you right now. Awesome. And we'll be sure to include that in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming today. Mm-hmm.